Hey, what's happening, everybody? Thank you for joining us on another episode of An Earful in the Emerald City. Thank you guys for being here. We appreciate you stopping in, uh, doing your thing, maybe working out, uh, driving on that commute. Ooh, isn't that fun? Just wasting your life away doing that. Uh, yeah, thank you guys for being here. Episode number 95 here. 95. Creeping ever so slowly to that century, Mac. Almost there, guys. Um, got a good one for you today. Pretty, eh, I don't want to go too far, but pretty much my right hand guy at this point for the show. Uh, always there for me. Frequent guest. One of my favorite guests, uh, Mr. Jamie Guerrero, sat down with me and had a little chat. We actually, you know, we kind of spent the day together. We had a little uh, bro date, you know, just just a couple of dudes. Dudes are doing it all the time. And we went up to the casino, actually, uh, tried to get a little material, you know, do a little people watching. Great. Great. If you're a people watcher, great place in the casino because you'll see a wide array of things. You know, it's not just one particular thing, but went up there in the AM. The nice thing about the AM is, or the thing that people don't realize about six, it's not that busy in the AM. You know, it's a little, a little more dull than at nighttime, obviously. So about 60% of the people who are there, they haven't even gone to sleep that night. You know, they're working on a 20-hour shift of strictly playing Persian uh, Tiger's Eye, you know, all for, all night long. And uh, you see some stuff, man. It's fun to people watch. Tweakers, guys are just hammering the shit out of those buttons. They, they, it's insane. It, these guys, oh my God, well, they're powered by some drugs, but uh, yeah. Give it a shot, you guys. You guys, it'll, uh, it's, it's entertaining. You know, you'll get you by. But uh, yeah, thank you guys. Uh, enjoy the show. Uh, appreciate you guys stopping in, and hope you enjoy my time here with Mister Guerrero. Thanks, guys. Romantic thought about you know making a ton of money, making quarter million a year, million dollars a year, having this awesome job, making all this cash, and there's this romantic fantasy that it's like you'll be set, everything will be fine, yeah. and it'll be perfect. But it's not, you know, it's not, you get, you get to a point where, you know, you're making 70, 75 K a year, your basic necessities are met. You, your bills are going to be paid. You're not going to be struggling as far as that goes. And more money doesn't really matter at that point. You know, you got enough to go on a vacation once a year and more money isn't going to change anything. Like if if the problem is, and and a lot of it happens with these kids that end up going to work for like Elon or Google, Microsoft is that. Um, and Microsoft jumps in my mind because I could like think of two or three people, and same thing with Amazon, a couple people. But they're making the money right now, and they're living, they're spending that money, like they're putting that money into somebody else. So like they're paying fucking twenty six hundred dollars for a two bedroom on Capitol Hill for rent, and they're they're like not even using the second bedroom. Well, just in case anybody comes over or wants to stay, and you're like. Um, I don't really know if you should be doing that. Like if, if you, if you said to me tomorrow, you were like, oh, Hey man, I fucking lucked into this sales job. I'm going to be making fucking 75, 80 grand a year. The best advice I would tell you as a friend is fucking keep the same car and fucking stay living in this apartment. Like don't why people do that they're yeah. like just because you have it doesn't mean you have to fucking go and spend it and yeah you know least, i get it at least right off the bat right you know? yeah at like least right off the jump like, i give would it a little time Let i would save and in. buy something like i wouldn't yeah. i would buy something and then even then i would buy within my means i wouldn't be buying like a fucking half a million dollar house i'd be like man i'm gonna spend like fucking you know two hundred thousand dollars on a fucking fixer upper in shoreline yeah. or linwood or you know yeah, a starter maple house. Valley. yeah starter house 
and then I'm going to slowly, you know, I'm I'm going to put that in. But these people that get that fucking job, you know, these kids that get a job like just out of college, and they're like, oh, I'm going to fucking start working at Amazon. Now, you know, my first year, I'm going to make fucking ninety grand, you know, as an entry level engineer, you know, plus my stock and everything, and they're going to pay for me to move. Mm-hmm. Awesome, get a place with some roommates, experience the city save some fucking money yeah but instead they come out here and they're like oh 2800 a month yeah i'll I'll pay that that's not a problem yeah because when you think about it over the course of the year that's fucking twenty eight thousand. it's a quarter of their salary right but with that comes living on the hill and that's just i don't know you there's certainly a pitfall that you can fall into Mm -hmm. being a young person who does get that job fresh out, you know, and they got that good salary, 80, 90 grand, you know, you're 25, 26 years old. I I know some people who are in that boat and it's good. You know, obviously it's not bad to be, uh, having a good paying job, but that might not last forever. No, no. And there's going to come a point. And when, when you get into that early, when you're mid twenties, late twenties and you're getting that, you're rolling in the dough, you're thinking, this is never going to end. Yeah. This gravy train is going to take me wherever I want to go for the rest of my days. Yeah. And you kind of get complacent. Like you said, you start overspending. You know, you, 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 increase, you increase your monthly burn rate when you really don't need that. And you know, there's something to be said about having that success early on. And you know, I, we've kind of touched on this before, but there's something to be said for the struggle you know, yeah. for when you're barely getting by. I mean, obviously, you don't want to do it forever, you yeah. know, and there's times when it does feel like that'll, that'll be the case, like you're never going to get out of this, but there's something to be said for that, and it builds character, and it gets you prepared for those rainy days or what oh, might yeah. come in the future. Yeah, there's a, you know, certainly, I think my, you know, my ex was at Amazon, or still is, and, you know, not, not in a, like, more in a... Uh, like an account management, you know, helping helping these people who sell stuff, you know, uh, maximize what they're going to make. So mm-hmm. kind of sales, kind of um, account management type things. And, you know, making good money, but still lives well within, you know, well within the means. I mean, like, you know, grocery shopping was, was always funny because mm-hmm. it was like down to like, oh, well, I can get the generic for 20 cents cheaper. And like, you know, like that sort of mentality, I think a lot of people should have. Yeah. You know, like I, I literally, I'll, I'll go out of the way to go to Fred Meyer because it's cheaper than Safeway, right? Like, yeah. You know, or with being vegan, it's like, where can I get like produce that's cheap? And, you know, or like, where, where's this? Like, I, I like Bush's vegetarian beans, right? Like, I, I just like them. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right. It's like two forty nine for the can at Safeway, but it's only a buck seventy nine at at Fred Meyer. And like, I still think like that. Yeah. I don't make nearly what I used to make yeah. at all. I mean, I'm I'm okay. I have to live with roommates. Like I have, you know, I live with three other guys. Yeah. Um. You know, it's like the Golden Girls in reverse. But <laughs> we just fucking, you know, and I have a room. And but I I live. You know, I pay my bills and. I can maybe occasionally have like an extra 50, 60 bucks. Yeah. You know, out of all the things in our economy and in our country right now that I, I think we could work on and we don't necessarily need the government to do it. I think is the attitude of being consumers, you know, being consumers like the second you get that higher paying job, you, yeah. you want to, you want to get all that stuff that you, you know, you say, I got to buy this stuff. I need this. I need this. I've been holding out this, 
but that shit doesn't fucking matter. You yeah. know? And it doesn't, and we're not happier for it at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think a lot of times just peace of mind when you're putting that money in the bank and saving that up for a rainy day, I think that ultimately leads to a better quality of life than just being materialistic and being all that purchasing. And I really think that's a transition that we need to transition away as a consumer based society yeah. and transition away from that. You know, they got, they're talking about tax reform going through right now. And I listened to this guy, this financial guy, and he proposed some stuff about tax reform. And one of the ideas that I thought was really good was a consumption tax. Mm-hmm. Put a tax on consumption, and you say, "Okay, well, you know, you guys, hey, you want to buy, uh, you want to buy your second yacht? Uh, that's fine, but you're going to pay us a shit ton because fuck you, nobody needs a second yacht. Yeah, you know, and it, and it's a, and there's tears to it. You know, well, so you know, people would figure out a way around it. Well, right? they, like, they always do. Yeah. I mean, they'll always game the system, no question. But you know, there's tears to it. You know, if you're somebody who lives a meager life, you don't make a lot of money, you don't, you know, you don't consume a lot, you don't go out, you don't do too, anything too crazy." You're not going to pay a lot of taxes. You know, you're not going to pay a lot of taxes. Whereas the person who's out there driving their SUV, their boat, you know, spending gasoline, doing all that stuff, eating decadent meals, they're going to pay a little extra, you know, because that's what they want to do. I think we got away from, you know, consumerism is definitely like that. Yeah, we got to that. But one thing, and maybe it's my age showing, is that, and growing up in a a small town outside of Boston, was that we had uh, people bartered. Like bartering was a thing and we had, yeah, like we had, so basically like we had the guy who, the guy who had the construction company that did like, you know, sewage lines and stuff and he needed a new roof and the dude who did roofs was like, well, I need to use a backhoe. So it was like always this trading and I, I, mm-hmm. I grew up around that. Um, you know, I grew up around, I, I worked at a lumber yard when I was really young and you know, guys would come in and you'd hear that sort of stuff. They'd be like, oh man, you know, well, I got this, you know, I got this from a job that I can't use, you know, can I work, you know, can I give you some of that? Or like, I'll do your snow plowing. Can you help me out here? And, yeah. and shit like that. Like, I don't hear a lot of that anymore. I I think you see, if you go on Craigslist, um, Craigslist actually, so it's not just for hookups, right? So <laughs> it's not just, yeah, it's not just to find an Asian hooker in the middle of the night. Um but it's you can go on there and like you'd see it people do that like I still look at that sort of stuff and I'm like wow that's that's great that that's alive like people are like yeah I'll, I'll uh, I'm looking to get rid of my camper but I'm also willing to like I don't need the cash I just don't need the camper yeah I'll yeah. take a, an ATV or a dirt bike mm-hmm. or you know a fucking a MacBook or something and you're like yeah. Jesus like why can't we be more like that. God, oh, dude, I love the bartering, man. I love yeah. the bartering. And you know what my favorite thing about it is? We don't need the government to be involved in this. Nope. This is just you, you as a citizen to me. Oh, yeah. You're spending your time. You're, you're giving me some product that you've already paid for. You've yep. already done. You know, We're just going back and forth. We don't need anybody else involved in this. This is between yep. the two of us, okay? And that's, that's it. it. And nothing else. And I, and I love that. And a big problem we have in this country, healthcare right now, this sounds crazy, but I feel like if we sort of embrace the barter system more mm-hmm. i feel like that could really help us out with controlling healthcare costs yeah you know if you could go somewhere i mean you go to get a procedure done even a checkup you know even just the doctor looks you overseas whatever cups your balls has you cup yeah. cough who who knows how much that costs what, what is right. the price for that does anybody know? No. I mean, why don't we know the price for that at least and be like hey you know doc um, i'm a little tight on cat i know you charge 
150 oh, usually. You, you I, can still get that. It's a little slow, though. It's a little slow right now. Can we do it for 80, you know, and we'll bang it out quick? You can still get that with, like, the chiropractors are like that. Chiropractors are big on that, where they're like, they'll do a sliding scale, or, you know, and, and that sort of thing. And there's transparency, like, you know, hey, the office visit costs this much. Um, but, yeah, you, you will get some people that are still in that mindset. But I think if you if you look at uh, healthcare tourism, there's like a documentary out there. I want to say it's Morgan Spurlock mm-hmm. uh, did something and is like, and he talks about it. And he goes to like fucking, he goes to another country. And I knew a guy who actually used to handle, he was like a concierge for this stuff. Um, he was a concierge for sex changes. Oh, yeah. And people would go to like these different, uh, different countries Thailand, where they would get, Thailand. Yeah, yeah, well, they would go to Thailand, they would go to Brazil, they would go to these different countries and these like world renowned hospitals that they would get the procedure done, but it, at, at like a fraction of the cost, including like the flight, the hotel, living there for 30 days. Everything. It was like $30,000 versus in the US, you're looking at like fucking hundreds of thousands of dollars and stuff. Mm-hmm. But And you th- had a procedure done and you went on vacation. So one of the, yeah, exactly. One of the things that they showed was this place. And I want to say it was either Thailand or the Philippines, but he went to this place and they told him exactly what everything costs it was just like a menu like you need an x-ray it's 22 dollars. like and it wasn't this exaggerated cost yeah oh you know you we need to do blood work 19 like it was an itemized thing and you, you can't get that in the u.s hell fucking no dude. you get it like you get it like three months after yeah and even then it's like it's not line itemed out yeah, they're they're, like, they're, they're kind of making some adjustments, you know, factoring things. Yeah, even the yeah. doctors probably don't even know what this shit costs. Right. Even they probably don't know. And that's bullshit, you know? It's like that that just gives them the ability to charge whatever the fuck. Right. It doesn't matter, you know? And there's no accountability. But yeah, yeah the tourism thing, that's a, that's a smart idea. And you think of a procedure like like dental work, like mm-hmm. if you went to school for a couple of years, you're not going to be that uh, that shitty of a dentist. Yep. Okay. You know, heart a heart transplant Okay, we yeah, need I want the we, guy. Yeah, we need we need the dude. We need the dude on this so, one. Just Ta- remember taking some, out your taking out your wisdom teeth, you know, we can do that somewhere else. Somebody always finishes last in med school. <laughs> but he's still a doctor, right? <laughs> like seriously, 200 people graduate, somebody finished 200. A couple of those and guys he's are, he's still Dr. Berg. Yeah. <laughs> a couple of those guys are skating by on their reputation oh, alone. Totally are. You're like, "Yeah, I'm a doctor." And I'm like, "Hmm." Yeah. yeah. This is the famous Dr. Swanson's cousin. Yes. <laughs> right. You're like, nah, this is crazy. But, but. Yeah. I don't know. I, I agree, though. I, the barter system. I mean, the, nothing better than going to the flea market no. and just finding all kinds of knickknacks that none of the prices are set in stone. Yeah. None of them are set in stone at all. Oh, I think I think people, you know, people still do that. And, and you've got to have, I guess, to do it full time, you have to have like brass balls mm-hmm. you know like to be able to go into a place and and just say like hey you know um my dad's notorious for this my dad will go into stores and he'll 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 point out flaws in something you know like not like dented cans or something but like you know hey uh you know you don't have any more of these uh you don't have any more of these bikes i was getting for my granddaughter and i want she really wants that bike can i buy the display mop can you give me like 20 bucks off of it and mm-hmm. like fucking 
when I worked at Walmart, people were like, fuck yeah, sure. I just want it gone. It's 20 bucks. Yeah. yeah. Like, they look at nothing. that as a loss, basically. Yeah, you know, like the just, display, they just look at that as a loss. Yeah. So they're like, yeah, I'll sell you the fucking display for 20 bucks, you know? And so what? The tires need a little bit of cleaning, but yeah. it's still a bike, you know? And lo and behold, he could have gone to the next fucking Walmart and gotten the bike, Yeah, you know? But just, just the ask. Asking is free. It's free yeah. to ask. It, does, it doesn't cost you a damn thing. No. You know? And yeah, and this is kind of one of the things about money that's like kind of been a double-edged sword a little bit, you know, because money is, is it's leveled a playing field, basically. It's yeah. basically, like you said, like as far as, you know, them itemizing the the menu out, you know, for the procedures, yeah. it gives you a dollar cost for everything that's out there. Yeah. But at the same time, it kind of uh, hinders people from wanting to do those barter transactions, which is a lot of the way goods were moved back in the day. Yeah. You know, that was a lot of what they did. Like you said, you needed a carpenter. You were somebody who did upholstery, you know, whatever. It doesn't even matter. You just kind of work a service for a service. And then, yeah, we're getting what we need as people, but we're not having to have some kind of third party or some kind of currency come in between this. You know, it's just, I mean, my, my landlord, he wants some work done in the house. I, I, he, he doesn't want to do it this, but I'm saying, I I just want to tell him, listen, just, just cut me a deal. No rent for a month, you know, just give me a rent off. And then we don't even have to exchange cash here, Yeah, you know, and, and that's going to be a good come up for me, you know, not to pay rent. Are you kidding me? Yeah. And it's, it's, you know, here and there extra time that you have. Yeah. And nothing has to come out of your pocket. You know, you get your service done, boom, everybody's happy. And it it does make a lot of sense in a lot of situations. Oh, I totally, I think the people that, that can do that are like the, uh, the people who, you know the people who build like build and maintain websites and social media accounting services things like that like think about it if you had something like that and you could go to you like a landscaper you'd be like fucking hey i'll do your website and any changes you want how many ever updates you want blah blah but you you're going to do my lawn yeah like once a week or something like it's a trade off the guy mm-hmm. just sends the fucking crew hey go by and do that lawn or something yeah same thing with an accountant you know what i mean like yeah. you know if you've already if like here your example is great like i already live here and i have extra time and i'm handy enough to do a b and c like i can scrape and paint you painted before yeah so like you could do that and, you know like fucking rake some leaves, cut some trees, do whatever, make the property look, oh, you want to replace the deck? Yeah, I think I can, you know, I can be the extra set of hands, but they're, you know, for you to be able to do it and get in return free rent, that's, that's a great it's fucking system. Incredibly valuable. You yeah. Know? And again, yeah, we don't even have to exchange any cash, you know, it doesn't even have to be done. Yeah. And I wonder if maybe if we did start to embrace the barter system a little bit more, I mean, because you know what you're working for at that point. You yeah. know, when you're doing that project for that guy in exchange for that thing he's doing for you, you know exactly what you're working for. And yeah. it kind of helps keep you motivated. And I think the whole barter system can kind of um, slow down the whole, uh, you know, consumer attitude from us, you know? And it's just like, well, you know, what do I actually legitimately want to work for? Yeah. What is important to me enough where I'm like, okay, I'll put in a couple hours to make that happen. You like know? you said, I think con- consumerism, um, you know, comes back into play. There was a show back on in New England, uh, or when I lived in New England, it was called like Barter Kings or something, and that's what they did. They basically like these guys went around in New England, and that was really a thing. But guys would go around and be like, "Oh yeah, I saw you had the, you know, you had these uh, ski mobiles, and uh, you know, you you wanted to sell them. Uh, you know, I know you want twelve hundred, but uh, what if I gave you four hundred and 
you know, you got anything around the house or something? They'd be like, oh, yeah, well, I need my roof redone in this shed. Oh, yeah, we can do that. And it's two guys, and they bang out the roof in one day. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they get the snowmobiles. Now mm-hmm. they sell the snowmobiles, and yeah. they trade it for something else. And this, if you if you get a chance, watch that show. And it's like, that's how I think we should be. Mm-hmm. I don't. I try not to buy into the consumerism. I'm not running out to buy new stuff. Yeah. I don't, I don't need, like, you know, <laughs> I don't need the, the latest and greatest phone. You know, even Verizon's like, oh, special deal. We're going to give you this for, you know, your phone. And we're going to, like, how about I just use the phone that works? Yeah. You know, and I I don't need the fucking, the fancy dancy. Like, I have friends that have the Apple Watch, a MacBook for work, a MacBook for themselves, the fucking iPhone, the newest, latest, greatest. Yeah. And that, but then like an, an iPad and an iPad mini. And I'm like, you can't use them all at once. Yeah. How many screens do you fucking right. need? What the fuck? It's just like, really? Like, I can take this phone and airdrop shit to a TV, and I'm like, I don't need all that shit. Like, yeah. just fucking basics. It's just, there's just so many good products out there, and you're like, well, you know. I mean, well, it's they make cool. us think that we need the product. Yeah. You yeah. know? Like, I mean, they, they make you think that you need the product. There's some stuff, like... And then, they, you know, it's the latest and greatest and it's the best and all this stuff. Like, take a look at, like, just to my left, the vacuum cleaner, right? That vacuum cleaner is probably, like, $100 purchase, right? $100 for that vacuum cleaner. Yeah. But Dyson wants you to buy their vacuum for four times the fucking cost of that. Yeah. Why? It's they both the sw- do the same the thing. Ball, yeah, you know? Right, it's got the swivel ball. It's fancy. It's, it's yellow and it's purple. And, yeah. But it's still, at the end of the day... You know, but they'll hype it up and they make it sound and the marketing of, oh, it's a great vacuum. You got to have this one. And like, I've gone into p- places like, no knock on you, but not a lot of carpet here. Yeah. I'm thinking like, you know, 175 bucks, you get the whole fucking carpet replaced, right? For the whole place. That's even with the nooks and crannies. But I'm thinking to myself, you know, like Dyson wants you fucking, I've gone into fucking people's places. They have a studio with hardwood floors. And just an area rug, a fucking 10 by 12 area rug. And like you see that they have a Dyson. Why? You know? Oh, yeah. it does the floors too. Oh, well, fuck. That, and then, okay, yeah. Then that makes no sense. Yeah. Well, they got sold. They got sold a dream, you know? And right. They bought, and they bought for it. 400 bucks for yeah. a vacuum. And I'm like, I'm just thinking like at the end of the day, if you had to liquidate everything that you had, like just look around. Like look around your place. And you just like, yeah, I might get like, I don't know, maybe I'll get like 1500 bucks for everything that I fucking own. Do yeah. You, what's the vacuum? Like the vacuum is like 400 fucking dollars. Yeah. You know? Nice thing about this vacuum right here. Yeah. Free. Free. Yeah. Totally. Free. Free. From somebody who is a big, bigger consumer than me. Oh, wow. There you yeah. go. So, so handy. And you're right. You know, because with, with the small space, it's like, hey, you know, I don't, I don't know. Just just buzz it up real quick you, you know, don't have any kids but yeah I you mean, don't have yeah, kids or pets it's not horrendous yeah exactly nobody, it doesn't, doesn't get that bad yes nobody fucking might like, be some potato chips and cheetos you know nobody's laying time, on here but, like you know yeah I mean, it's like nobody's laying down on the carpet looking for a fucking nap yeah you know it's a perfectly good couch right there <laughs> it's a nice couch it's yeah a ten dollar couch ten dollar couch is this yeah. a ten dollar craigslist or yard sale find or <laughs> you know Good friend, actually. Uh, uh, yard, uh, garage sale. Okay. Garage sale. So at the end of the yeah. day, so the guy gave me 10 yeah. bucks. Again, another great place for bartering, the garage sale. You know, the, the issue with garage sales, 
is you don't know what you're getting into beforehand. Yeah. You know, you might go to a garage sale and you can find some treasures. You can find some gems and people are like, I just want to get rid of this fucking yeah. thing. Okay. You're like, oh my God, I'll, I'll pay full asking price. I can't believe, can't believe you guys are only asking this. Yeah. Or you can go to other ones and they're getting rid of old sweaters, VHS movies. Yep. And you're just like, this is, this Shit. all needs to go in the garbage. Yeah. This all needs to go in the garbage. I can't believe you expect people to give you money for this. Be- you're, you're insane. When I had my store, I would go around to garage sales and estate sales, the, the consignment store, and I would go around to those places and I would buy, like I'd get to an estate sale, but like, ah, I'll give you 50 bucks for the dining room set, right? Because I'm going to resell it at like 120 bucks, right? But you would get that, and people would have all that shit. And the number one thing that people had still cracks me up. And I bet you if we got in the car right now and went to a yard sale or garage sale right now, the first one we get to we would find is fucking Beanie Babies. (laughs) People fucking still have... They're like, it's like, come on, man. Just fucking, like, give the Beanie Babies to a kid or fucking donate them. But don't... The two things, that that clear tote full of fucking VHS tapes, mm-hmm. like you said, because everybody thinks, oh, those Disneys are fucking, they're going to be worth money someday. Yeah. No, they're not. And the Beanie Babies. Like, nope, those two things. You know, just fucking get rid of them. Yeah. I, I think if you go to Goodwill, people don't even fucking buy them. Mm-hmm. I think they just sit there. Yeah. Yeah. What... What? Uh, how did you come up with the price of two fifty for a VHS of cocktail, <laughs> yeah. Sue? Huh? I mean, I know uh, Tom Cruise was dreamy back then, but yeah, wasn't even a great movie, Sue. Rotten God. Tomatoes, that shit before you price tag it. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's like you, you are mentally ill if you think this is worth anything to yeah. anybody. Like, but but then again, again, I mean, a couch like this, ten bucks. That's it. On. Come on. As long as you know it came from a place that didn't have bugs, they just. They, you know what? They, maybe, maybe this is our big idea here, Jamie. Maybe we need a the garage sale app. Yes, a garage sale app. And if you're having a garage sale, you put a bunch of pictures of your shit on there, <laughs> and people can see the garage sales that are going down in your area. Yeah, and that way you can be like, holy shit, you can be one of those first people to get out there. Because a lot of times you got to beat their, you got to beat. Oh, the there crowd. were early birds. Yeah, sun, they would Sundays. Get Sundays on a garage sale, pff, you're you're picking through scraps at yeah. best. You know, there's when, no chance. When I moved, we we basically sold everything before moving to Seattle. And about a month before, we had a garage sale in the winter in New England. But people were so excited because they were like, "Oh, garage sale!" Because they don't really have them in the winter time. And it was truly a garage sale. But people would come in and they'd go in the garage and then they'd go upstairs. And my ex husband actually fucking sold our pots and pans. Like, he sold the pots and pans set. I'm like, we're still going to be here for another month. He's like, somebody <laughs> offered me money. I'm going to sell it, James. I'm selling it. Like, I'm fucking... Get rid yeah, of it. I'm, yeah, and I was like... So I had to then go to, like, Goodwill and buy two shitty pots uh-huh. for a month. Yeah. You know? like, And then I just donated them back. So And then, yeah, you just... Whatever. Yeah, it's like, fuck, I'm not yeah. going to move with pots, right? Yeah. But, yeah, it was one of those things. I was like, yeah, I guess you're right. Fucking, yeah. like, people were buying everything. And I was just like, fuck, take it. Okay. There's like an unused Yankee candle. Uh-huh. Lady's like, I'll give you five bucks for it. He's like, all yours. Yeah. You know, I think it was a gift. Fucking whatever. He's like, just take it. Hangers. Yeah. He was like, we could fucking put clothes on the floor. I don't give a shit. He's like, I just want it all gone. Yeah. It's just less to deal with at that point. Yeah. And yeah, you're right. There, there's somebody will buy. It. And you know, that's always tough when you move and you got to get rid of stuff. You got to consolidate. You got to downsize. It's always a tough process, mm-hmm. especially for me. I'm kind of, I'm, a, I'm a, like a undercover pack rat. Yeah. But 
You feel great. Just after on the can. You, 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 oh, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> you feel great after you do it, though. Yeah. You know, you get rid of that stuff, and 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 besides that moment where you actually are physically getting rid of it, yeah. You don't even think about it ever again. You know? If if I went home right now and somebody said to me like, "Hey, my roommate said um, I sold the house. We got to move out." I would probably have two bags. That's it. That's mm-hmm. my life. Two bags. I'm yeah. fine with it. And a backpack. Let's yeah. be real. Like and a backpack too. And it's simple, you know? And, and it's simple. And again, how much pleasure are we deriving from all that bullshit? How much pleasure are we deriving from that KitchenAid that costs $600 yeah. that you use once every three months when you have the whole family over for if, dinner? If that. If, if that. I mean, yeah. if that. I mean, like, God, think about that. You're cooking and fucking the cleanup and just go out to eat. Like, that's, <laughs> like, really... I, I mean, I hate to say it, but yeah, the, as far as cost benefit goes, when you factor in, you know, doing the dishes and all that stuff, Time. It, it's, it's, it's pretty nominal. You yeah. Know? It, it's pretty nominal. Yeah. It's and gonna, the, just going, the going out is more of an experience. No question. Yeah. You know, uh, but I'm all for, I'm like, that's, that's me. I'm like, yeah, just, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to go out. I'm going to go out and get a pizza instead of fucking making the pizza at home. And like, I did that the other night. We were looking at, uh, fucking, I was like, hey, I'm going to make some pizza and, like oh the crust costs this much and then the uh-huh. sauce and then yeah. the veggies and then oh the vegan cheese and everything and I'm like or I can just fucking buy this bag of chicken fingers for four bucks <laughs> you know and I'm just like a rational I was like yeah I wanted pizza but I'm good with chicken fingers yeah. you yeah. know it's like we ended up with like chicken fingers and French fries I was yeah. Like, yeah okay that's but fake chicken well yes yeah, yeah. the this, this strip I don't know what yeah. part of the chicken that is but. That's another thing with, again, come back to the consumerism, though. I mean, that's that's why it is a challenge, and it's not just something we can easily transition out of. How easy they make it to be a consumer sometimes. I mean, you look at Domino's, you order oh. a large three-topping pizza, yeah. carry-out, if you're not lazy enough to actually go over there, drive, and pick it up, and it's eight bucks. It's $8 for that. You get a, you get a Red Baron, like you said, at Fred Meyer's, mm. where it's a little bit cheaper, even there, that's still three fifty. Yeah, I mean, is is four dollars not worth that piping hot, hot pizza? You know, it comes fresh. The gar- the crust tastes like garlic. Yeah, I mean, and that's what's difficult. It's like they make it hard for you not to be a consumer sometimes. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, no. There's, I mean, there's these guys definitely. are fucking. They're so tactical with it. You know, like like we were talking about the casino. You know, the, the amount of earnings and benefits they give you. It's it's the perfect amount, yeah. just enough to entice you to get you to do what you want. Right, and no more. Yeah. That's it. Exactly. They've got it. You know that there's these consultants that pick up on. Oh, you know, yeah. some fucking pencil neck bean counter behind the scenes. Uh, let's see. Uh, if we calculate this much, he'll come in this many times. Yeah. Talk, but, uh, yes, this is the perfect amount. You yeah. Know, you know, there's some nerd behind it. Oh, there totally is. And a nerd or a program or an algorithm or something. But like, yeah, somewhere along the line, they're like, yeah, this is this is this is it. This is what it'll be. And people do it. People will do it all the time. I mean, like, how many people fall for the buy one, get one? Like, everybody loves BOGO. I, here, here's the funny thing Fred Meyer, right? This is, this is an interesting topic for me because I had this conversation with somebody that I work with. The Thomas's brand bagels are normally a buck 99 or 229, somewhere in there. Mm hmm. They raised the price to three ninety nine at Fred Meyer, uh-huh. but they threw a fucking BOGO on it. Okay. So everybody's like, wow, I get two things of bagels for four bucks. Last week, you could have bought two things of bagels for four bucks. <laughs> like, it's just, it's. The, but in their mind, it's like, <laughs> I bought one and I got one free? Are you kidding me? Yeah. yeah. You paid the full retail price for two, mm-hmm. but they tricked you into thinking you were getting one for free. Yeah. You know, and it's just like, eh. 
I don't know. And you know, there's a there's a fine line of, um, you know, when you go out to a store, like you have to look and like really look and see, like if you're going to look for something, right, you're going to buy like a laptop or a TV, look at the prices for a month before you buy it. Yeah. And you're going to see that right through. They're like, oh, we're having a 20% off sale. Well, the TV was fucking 20% overpriced. overpriced. Yeah. So you gradually raise the price four weeks ahead before the 20% sale. Yeah. So you didn't really fool anybody. And that's the thing, like, yeah, you got to know what you're getting into, like with, with the bogo. Like, I mean, I'm, I, I, it's not like a joke, but literally everybody loves, you know, it's just, a, it sounds good. Yeah. But how many people actually know that you're basically you're getting half off? Yeah. And not all, you're just getting half off, and you're probably buying more than you would have before right. if the deal wasn't going on, you know. So it's like, it's like, what, what, what did you really save there? Yeah, nothing. You know, they just they got. I mean, and again, these guys are fucking. They're they're crafty the way they do. I mean, people in marketing and advertisement, you know, it, you they make got, good money. And, you know who's got the best marketing and advertisement is mm. the NFL. Every fucking NFL team. Because regardless of the team and where they stand, like the Cleveland Browns are still getting a hundred and something fucking dollars a ticket. You know, like yeah. the Seahawks, when friends sell it, they're like, oh, selling tickets at face value. Section three hundred, like up in the nosebleeds, mm. for fucking two hundred and eighty bucks for yeah. a home game, and I'm like, that's some great fucking marketing right there. Yeah, like you know, f- for two people to go and experience a game that you can watch for free on television, <laughs> to spend five hundred and sixty dollars. Wait, you want it's an experience? Yeah, you want me to go stand stand in a line and be searched in and the overpay rain, in the rain and pay for twelve dollar beers? Yeah, you want me to spend like it, it's it's a seven hundred fucking dollar day when all said and done, or I can get that eight dollar pizza and a rack of fucking beer and sit in my house. Mm-hmm. Stay dry and see the game better in 1080p yeah. and see it from right. fucking 32 different camera angles. But those marketing people are like, yeah. you got to experience the game. Yeah, you got to be you gotta, there. You got to be there, bro. Yeah, you got to be there. You, the energy. Oh man, the energy in that stadium. Yeah, like I could see if there was something behind this. Like you got something extra that the fans at home didn't get to see. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like it's, for, it's something during you know not just dogs uh, jumping through hula hoops. Right, right, know, right. Something. Yeah, exactly. Like if there was something that was like you know maybe some kind of player challenge. Like the <laughs> two guys go out there and they sprint, you know, right. and like and they don't show it, you know, or like, like hey, you know, okay, so the game's official. It's done for betting purposes, but now's the fifth quarter. <laughs> now's the fifth quarter, and it's fucking ruthless and chop blocks are back and like fucking all bets are off yeah and you could tackle the officials like something anything like you could all bets are off like then i could see like fuck yeah i would go like you know in the anticipation of going to that thing but i'm like no dude you know that's that's really funny that you say that because i've i put a lot of thought into this you know i've i've done this this thought process in my head many a times but I've never really seen how stark a contrast it is, like you just mm-hmm. said. I mean, we're talking, like you said, buy t- two tickets for people, buy some food, buy some beers, parking, blah, 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 blah whatever. Yeah. You're looking at maybe about 700 bucks yeah. for somebody. Whereas you can invite that person to your house, mm-hmm. get, a p- get a full pizza, get yeah. a 12-pack of beer, even an 18-pack. And you're spending twenty dollars. You could kick in another eighty and get a sign language interpreter to just fucking like, <laughs> just for the hell of it. You could have somebody come and fucking serve you. You could have a waiter 
and you'd still be out for a hundred bucks. Butler, <laughs> yeah. how much you charge? Yeah, uh, eighty bucks an hour. All right, well, we're only gonna need for two no, hours. Yeah, so. no, yeah, fucking barter with them and get them to get the services cheaper. Get a little Asian woman to yeah. give you massages while the game's going on. Fucking seriously, and and you're still not even going to halfway. You're yeah. halfway there. Not even. Like and you this could is gonna be like this. Is a, that was a that was a great day. You could invite that was a great fucking day. You could in order to get to that seven hundred bucks, you could invite fucking four friends over with a fully catered meal on fucking a, a great stereo system. Bought a keg. Yeah, bought a keg and fucking gave everyone a game jersey, <laughs> and you're still maybe at six eighty. There's still an extra twenty bucks that you yeah, could go out and buy four of those. Fu- you could buy four of those fucking Seahawks scratch tickets and give one to everybody. Yeah, right? Hope you guys get your money back to get to seven hundred. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. And don't get me wrong. There are a lot of people now that use the tickets as like their whole fucking like. They're like, oh, I'm a season ticket holder. How many games do you go to? Two. Yeah, and then they fucking sell the tickets yeah. at an up, and I'm like, that's smart. But you're kind of a you're, you're a, piece of, a shit. piece of shit. Yeah, you I are. Mean, you know, like, but I, I could see if you're selling off one or two, or to, like companies that do it. Yeah, the like, games you go to, companies yeah. that do it. But like, I have not, I have not been to an NFL game since the Super Bowl. Yeah, I went to the Super Bowl in 2002. It was the 2001 2002 Super Bowl played in New Orleans, where the Patriots beat the Rams. I was going to the game regardless of which teams were Patriots in it. But the Rams. That yeah, was, that was a crazy. But game. I happened to be from New England, right? Uh-huh. So I was like, I was at the Snow Bowl. That was the one where they did they get right down to the one, the yeah. Rams, but they didn't quite score. Didn't or? score, and then it went backwards. Went back, and then Vinatieri kicked the field goal to win. Okay, with as time expired. Oh, so okay. like, and he got okay. the fucking field That's goal. Right. That's yeah, right. Yeah, so okay. it was like crazy. Uh-huh. Um, but you, you know, I I went to that, but I went to the Snow Bowl, I went to the AFC Championship in Pittsburgh, then I went to the fucking game. So regardless of who was going, I was still going to the Super Bowl, um, but I haven't been to a game since, and I never paid for any of those tickets. Yeah. Never did. With baseball, I've never, I mean, having worked in professional baseball, and, you know, the guys that I'm still friends with, that I can get tickets from, I've never fucking actually paid myself for tickets to go to a game. Because I, I, but I, I just don't believe in that. Like, yeah. I can watch it on TV. I get better angles, yeah. you know. Like you said, but they sell you on. Oh, it's the experience, mm-hmm. the organ, the lights. There yeah. is, there is an energy that's there. No question. But there's, no not, question. it's not seven hundred dollars worth of energy. <laughs> <laughs> there's not. I mean, it's it's maybe forty seven dollars worth of energy. <laughs> like the electric. Like there's like you know. There's only that much energy. I, I can get that from the bounce, uh, yes. bounce stadium, you know, yes. with all these fucking kids running around like maniacs. Yeah, there's plenty of energy in that. I room. think there's different levels of energy. Like yeah. if we went down to the rat's nest, four dollars worth of energy. <laughs> Look at a good on a good Saturday or Sunday skate, momentum oh, going, hey. lights going, yeah. everything's going good. There's it, a good rhythm. You're like, wow, buzzing. fucking four that bucks place worth is of energy, buzzing. Yeah. right? Like I don't know, like taking the take the light rail. Yeah. There's there's Good energy. There's energy. There's like six dollars worth of energy sometimes yeah. in that light rail platform, <laughs> but there's not seven hundred dollars worth of energy yeah. to go to the stadium yeah. to watch that fucking game. Like even concerts, I get freak. Like I go to small concerts in small venues. Like I'd love to go see like fucking Kenny Chesney over at like uh, CenturyLink, and you know, but I'm not paying Kenny Chesney fucking four hundred dollars to sit in the gra- yeah. grandstands. They, it's it's thirty two dollars worth of energy right there. That's it. But it's the same experience. And people are like, yeah. oh, my God, you haven't gone. My favorite is people in Seattle. They're like, fucking, man, you got to. It's like the tailgating. Where the fuck are you tailgating around CenturyLink? 
There's like 19 spots that you could fucking maybe like, uh, yeah. you know, like the the parking lot. They're all like small little parking lots. Yeah, yeah and I'm like, there's not, you know, in. people packing. Then they're like, I don't think it's the traditional. It's not like other stadiums where like you have fucking, you know, it's like a fe- our stadium it's like a festival, is, you yeah, know, and everybody's just mingling with each other. Yeah, I you know people around here tailgating for them. It's, it's like, ah, oh, well, pockets. we go to the bar. Yeah, you know, and I'm like, well, that's not really tailgating. It's, it's clicky, yeah. Even the tailgating, it's like clicky. You know, there's fucking people that will actually tailgate and not go to the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the ultimate fucking. <laughs> that 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 would be you the equivalent. Lose. That would be the equivalent of a guy going out and fucking meeting a girl, taking her for dinner, buying dessert, maybe going to a show or a movie, then coming home, and she's like, you want to come up? No, I'm good. I'm good. I'm really horny. You want to come upstairs? I had a great night, but I'm not, yeah. I'm a little tired. I'm going to go home. Yeah. Like, that would really be the same thing, wouldn't it? Like. Uh, you, and they're there at seven in the fucking yeah. morning. They're there at seven Painted in the morning. Faces on a and the jerseys yeah. and the thing. And then everybody like that's literally what it's like. Everybody's like, Okay, man, we're gonna go into the game. It's like, uh, I'm gonna go home, maybe I'll catch the second half. I don't know. I'm gonna go hang out with my cat. I'm gonna sit in my truck. <laughs> yeah. I'll be out here when you guys are done. Defense and he's kind of like the little defense fucking thing. Yeah. The D in the fence. Like, you know oh my God. there are people that do that, that they sit outside the stadium. Yeah. And maybe they're like fucking maybe they're smart because they're not paying f- they're getting the energy. They're getting seven hundred dollar energy for free. <laughs> they're getting it for a lot They're energy cheaper. thieves is what they are. <laughs> energy jackers. <laughs> Oh my god, dude! You're so right, man. They are the best marketers out there to be able to extract that much money from people just for you know an experience. I suppose you know, like that's so crazy. I've never thought of that. And we're the biggest suckers. It's tax free for them. God, the NFL they, is tax free. Yeah. Well, no. They recently they, they recently they, they have to pay yeah, some. Yeah. For, finally, nine billion dollars of the profit, and they've yeah. finally become a. Uh, they've shed their nonprofit status. Yeah. You know, but well, yeah. <laughs> God, but uh, yeah, and, and, but and again, you know, it's just for another callback. Comes back to being consumers. Yeah. You know, you're consuming. I mean, I guess you're kind of consuming a good time, I suppose, which. You know, again, pay to it what you will, but... People were shocked that Ted Kaczynski could survive in that cabin in the woods for so many years, and his brother said he maybe had like $800 a year is what he got, because he had like a really limited pension or something. Uh He was getting like 800 bucks a year, but he was fucking living, and he was like, he lived off the land, and he did all the stuff, you know, and occasionally he would work odd jobs for money to buy bomb supplies and typewriters, <laughs> but still. But he lived off of $800. He lived off of a Seahawks game for a whole year. That's a lot more energy for his 800 And he lived, you know, he, he clearly was comfortable. He liked the cabin. Yeah. You know? But 800 fucking dollars a year. Yeah. If you really challenged yourself to just doing food and your basic utility, like, you know, if you went, your rent, your cell phone, your fucking insurance and food, right? Like you don't have a car payment on that, do you? No. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think so. <laughs> I don't think many banks are loading out on an eighty-seven grand dam <laughs> with a broken handle. <laughs> pretty pretty high interest rates. Yeah, yeah. Pretty high interest rates. Right? You feel like you went to Cash America to get that loan. <laughs> yeah, credit concepts. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. But no, you you would think like fucking okay. If I just lived on that and I didn't spend anything extra, I didn't I didn't 
pra- for one month, if you weren't a consumer, you only got your food, you know, your basic staples, maybe some beer, maybe some weed, right? But you got the bit, and you didn't, you know, you you didn't spend that extra. It'd be fascinating to see how much it really took for you to live. Yeah. Like, I, and I know my number. So yeah. my my number, I can get away, I can get away with like $1,300 a month. Mm-hmm. I can live on $1,300 a month. Yeah. Um. You know, and then I have other stuff that I have to pay. But, you know, if I decided, fuck it, I'm not paying it. You know, if, I, if I'm not paying this bill, I'm not paying that. I'm just never paying that again mm-hmm. to actually physically survive in the way that I have now. My rent, you know, my rent's 800, my cell phone, let's say, call it 100, mm-hmm. right? And then that's nine and then food. Um, you know, you've got, I could get, travel you know like the orca stuff like that like i could get away with 1300 or less yeah and you should know and everybody should know that number you yeah know, you should you but should they at don't. least have a good they don't i know no. they, a lot of people don't even know how much money they spend every month you no know, they don't even realize but um no just but to come back to the the nfl real quick i think you know i i'm, I'm a very gloomy guy especially on some topics like this you know the listeners know you know mm-hmm. but i actually i do have a lot of hope because i feel like i've seen with what is gone on in the NFL this year, as far as the ratings, you know, I mean, it might be for different, well, it obviously is for different reasons, mm-hmm. but I think it is people kind of, um, starting to rethink what's really important to them. Yeah. And again, like what you're saying comes along with it. Spending $800 to go to a football game. Is, is yeah. this important? Is, is this really important? To, is this why I'm going to work all week long so I can spend this $800 going to this game? Is, is this important to me? Sad part is, is it's not just, Pro, it's college too. Mm. The level at which people are paying for like Huskies tickets, yeah, and to go watch them, you know, and and the same thing. I mean, maybe a little bit less, but maybe like bit. maybe like four hundred bucks for a family, right? Like something yeah. like that. But still, you know, they're spending that much money, and you're feeding into a system that the people on the field don't even get paid. Yeah, like. Everybody else except for the players. The coaches are getting paid. The trainers are getting paid. Mm -hmm. The officials, the fucking, the guy holding the camera, the sound, the photographer. Holding that little number Fucking the ball boy. The ball boy's fucking laughing. Yeah. You know, you you could be fucking, hey, this guy's going to be going in the NFL. Mm -hmm. Like, he's a a top fucking pick. And the ball boy's on the sidelines laughing his ass off because he's the only one with guaranteed money that day. That kid fucking breaks his fucking leg on the field. There goes that NFL dream, right? Yeah. The ball boy's still getting paid. Yeah. Ball boy still walked away with 75 bucks for the day, right? Mm-hmm. And that kid walked away with what they're like, oh, well, he got an education. The minute he gets fucking hurt, <laughs> that scholarship's gone. <laughs> like, I think that at the very least, there should be a rule that like, hey, if you get hurt in the middle of playing for a scholarship or practice or on game, uh-huh. you, we're still going to honor we, your we fucking you, full boat. We got you taken care they of. They don't. Yeah. There are guys that fucking, fucking, they're ruthless. like, I lost my scholarship because I couldn't fucking play. And I'm like... Yeah, so now yeah. like they're grinding it out at fucking checkers or Arby's, you know, and I'm just like, wow. And yeah, there's what, there's have, you, what have you done for me lately? But here's the thing, you know, where the marketing money goes into play with that is the PR side of it for the NFL, or you know, the NFL. It's about marketing and PR, but marketing to get people in to come see the games for the college stuff. It's more about the PR of well, the players are getting an education. 
Yeah. They're getting an education. Yeah. And they're, you know, in a lot of cases, they're getting a, a very a nice dorm. They're getting food and everything. I'm like, yeah, but you're fucking also making them take classes and they're running two a day practices and they yeah. can't fucking study. Yeah. They're maybe taking like eight fucking credits a semester. They have three tutors yeah, helping three them out. Yeah, three tutors helping them out and shit. And it's like, when all that goes away, like, but, you know, that that's the, the PR machine that yeah. is the fucking NCAA. Mm-hmm. You the know? gladiators are yeah. not getting paid. No. You know, the gladiators. Yeah. You know, the people, I mean, I mean, how much should college players get paid? I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know that exact number, but should they get paid? Yeah. These guys are putting their bodies on the line. Like you said, they could have a career ending injury. Their, their knee could be fucked up for the rest of their yeah. life. You know, they could always have that one leg that uh, it's a little, it's yeah. a little tender. I can't really, especially a lineman or somebody, right. you know, a, one of the bigger guys. I mean, that could completely alter their life and you're putting it all on the yeah. line for your education. Even when they get up there. It's like they're guaranteed that money for that year, but then there are some, they're smart, like there are people out there that like, they still live within their means, they're like fucking, I'm not going to go out and blow it on all these houses and cars and shit, Mm -hmm. because I'm going to have to invest some of this money and fucking like, you know, I wonder how many NFL players own fucking laundromats and fucking, you know, never mind the Peyton Manning, the Papa John's franchises, nobody, how many does Eli own? Because you got to fucking put the money somewhere, that money's going to dry up. You can't play football for the rest of your fucking life. Yeah, you know yeah. what's the who's the oldest football and player out there? And once you've built, uh, probably Brady, and yeah. he's you know he's thirty eight, and yeah. everybody's like, holy shit! You yeah, know? it's like the Nolan Ryan of fucking football. It, I mean, essentially, yeah. I mean, he's got like maybe what one year, two. Peyton, you could tell he was Peyton. I think he, I think he was thirty eight when he retired. Yeah. Maybe he might have been a little older, but you could tell he was oh, becoming a lot more gone, feeble. Yeah. You know, he he more wasn't an, he wasn't an athlete that he was. There was no question about right. it. Right, you know? but he could still throw a pass on point. But. So here's a guy who made 20 years fucking playing football. Never mind his high school stuff because he got into college, played for Tennessee, mm-hmm. went through, played for fucking the Colts for however many years, you know. And but went through. He's got to make that money last. Yeah. Because guess what? There's no more unless it's deferred compensation. There's no fucking pay yeah. coming. Like some of these guys are smart. Like the uh, in baseball, there's um, there's uh, I forget what day it is, but it's called Bobby Bonilla Day. Right, where yeah, Bobby, I, like Benito, I love that yeah, guy. Yeah, and you know what he did? He they deferred out, so they said, "Look, we're going to pay X amount this year, but what we're going to do is for the next thirty-five fucking years or forty years, whatever it was, however whatever his contract, we'll pay you a million dollars every fucking year." So yeah, he like still pension. gets he got a pension, pretty basically. much. Yeah, he got that, but a lot of people start going towards that, so they don't want that all up front. Yeah, they get a little bit of money, but eventually that's gonna fucking dry up yeah so if these if guys that crazy high burn rate now like yeah where, where are we gonna be at in 10 years there's a thing on uh, uh there's uh, several documentaries about it but there's some that talk about players and like players that were smart and then players that weren't and players that you know like bo jackson owns a couple of companies owns a real estate company does that you know still does speaking engagements like mm-hmm. he's got to keep that going yeah but you get these guys that just get out and they're they're like oh i'm gonna buy a fucking you know i'm gonna i'm gonna buy six cars and i'm gonna take care of my family and all it's just like mm, dude yeah. you know what maybe take them on a vacation can get my nana out yeah. the hood yeah get yeah well get nana out of the hood but also like live within your means and fucking yeah. realize like, oh shit, okay, someone's going to pay me like, you know, $6 million a year to play football. Well, I got to pay my agent. I got to pay my taxes. Um, so I'm probably going to fucking net like 2.7. And out of that 2.7, I bought this house and my mortgage is like fucking 16000 a month. Yeah. And, you know, my car payments and everything. It's like, that's, that's, it's consumerism. Still is. Mm-hmm. We all come back to consumerism. Yeah. Just because you have it 
doesn't mean you need to spend it. Yeah, but, you exactly. Know. And uh, it's funny you bring that up too because I was actually I was at a, a wedding last night and we mm-hmm. were um, I had a conversation with a person, a buddy of mine, and we were talking about uh, I don't know how the topic came up, but everybody was talking about it. it was it was prostitution? Yeah, you know, and it was like how does one, that topic ever come up? <laughs> dude, that's what I'm saying. I don't even realize, but it just it was. But everybody was talking about it for some yeah. reason. But uh, so. You know, we get to talk about it, and it's like, yeah, these girls, you get these girls who are smoking hot, you know, 20, 21, 22, 23 year olds, yeah. you know, just fucking beautiful chicks. And, you know, they're call girls, they're prostitutes, whatever, they're going out. They're getting guys who are probably paying them a thousand bucks for an hour yeah, of, but of that, their time. That rate gradually goes down well, as they age. Well, and that's the thing. It's like these, and a lot of these girls don't realize that. Like, what you got going right now, like, yeah, you're, again, you're on a, you're on that yeah. gravy train, okay? You're smoking hot, you're young, you know, every, everybody wants you. Everybody right. wants a piece of you. You know, they're willing to pay whatever because you're good looking. This is not going to last forever. This will fade, and this will fade quicker than you think yeah the th- so the you thousand, better be saving up some money thousand dollar a night hooker turns into a fucking 22 two dollar blowjob i mean after <laughs> after enough bad decisions yeah oh yeah you, you know and drugs alcohol they and they don't realize that at all you know oh, man yeah that's mm. yeah <laughs> yeah and then the uh the to think to think anybody thinks anybody that thinks that that can last forever you know it take that goes all across the board, right? Like even people that fucking have these jobs, like look at a UPS driver in and out of the truck all fucking day long. Mm-hmm. Eventually you get old yeah. and in and out of that truck. I mean, you don't see any fucking 65 year old UPS drivers. Yeah. You know, you see like the fucking, the younger guys with the hustle in and out. And then like, they're like, I can't fucking do this anymore. Yeah. You know, what's the, the you, you can't. There's a lot of jobs like that that you cannot you cannot do that. Mm-hmm. I, you know I'm the burnout cur- rate. Yeah, I'm currently doing one myself. Yeah, yeah, it's fucking well. Clearly, yeah. none of them are listening to the podcast. Yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah, shit, they don't even call you by the real name. They're fucking uh, yeah. Eric's gonna be in here soon. My name's Aaron. <laughs> All right, Eric, come on. You know, yeah, whatever. Just do yeah, your fucking just job. Fucking, just bring our truck. Just do your fucking job, yeah. right, pal. Yeah, where's our fucking potato chips? Yeah, fuck, dude. Yeah. yeah, nothing nothing lasts forever, man. Nope. Nothing in this world lasts forever. The only thing promised to you death. is death and taxes. Yes. And Those that's the true. only thing two things promised to you. I told you my retirement plan. Fucking death. <laughs> that's it. Everybody's like living up. They're like, oh, I'm sucking money into my four oh one K and I'm like, I'm eating more fucking beef when I was eating beef. But yeah, I'm like, no. I got a plan. Yeah, I got a plan. Trust me. What's your plan? Yeah, bro? fucking going in my sleep. That's my plan. When my mom was out here visiting a couple weeks ago, fucking, she was like, oh, you know, if anything happened to you, this is a great conversation that you want to have with your mother. I'm like, wait a minute, I should be having this conversation with you. And she's asking me, if anything were to happen to you, what would you want? And I go, I take the Jim Jeffries. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. I'll be dead. And she goes, well, if you, I said, I don't want a funeral. I do not. I do not want a headstone. I don't want to be buried. I don't want any of that. She goes, well, do you want to be cremated? I'm like, I guess I do. Yeah. And she's like, well, what about your ashes? Put them in the sound. I don't know. Like, just fucking go up in the ferry and fucking, you know, or flush them. I don't care. Eventually, I'll get to the sound. But I don't care. And that's another one. Like, okay, talk about consumerism. Like, based on these old beliefs of how things needed to be and fucking, like, people still hold on to the, like, that industry 
make so much fucking money. Yeah. Funeral homes, oh my God. You got to pay for the cars. You got to pay for the tissues. You got to pay for the casket. Yeah. You got to pay for the suit to put them in. Fucking, the you flowers, know, the makeup, yeah. the flowers, the fucking, the, the police escort to get to the thing. And then the grave. And you yeah. got to pay to open the grave. And then fucking put them in. And then the headstone. Mm-hmm. And then you got to go and invest time to go to this thing. It's like, they're not there. Yeah. Yeah. That person's not yeah. there anymore. Yeah. But we still do that. It's like, what? Funeral homes. It's like fucking... And they're like, they stay they stay in the background. Like, they're not like fucking, you know, they're not publicizing like crazy Eddie's funeral home. They're, like, they're just like, oh, we're here. Come to us when you need us. A funeral must be like a minimum fucking 10 Gs, mm-hmm. right? 10 yeah. Gs, and they're not fucking... More or less, yeah. yeah. But I mean like... Yeah. And just, then they, yeah, they go through the only... But we're very sorry about yeah, your sorry, loss. Like, yeah, we're sorry. We're very for your sorry loss. about your loss. But if you look over, we have some special yeah. uh, arrangements here. We specials going. Yeah. My family has buried and gone through one funeral home back in New England for so many people. And this place, my we grew up like my mother and her siblings and everybody grew up with this family. Mm-hmm. So we get like a little bit of a discount or like they'd be like, just make payments. Mm-hmm. Just make pay. And I'm like, but still you're fucking paying for so much. Yeah. So much. It, and like, there's so many costs that go into a funeral out here. I haven't been to one funeral. I have not been to one funeral since I've lived in Seattle in five yeah. fucking years. Yeah. You know, if anything, it's like a gathering at some like community yeah. center or something, something you know, just like to that. Celebrate and a yeah. slideshow. You That's know? what I want. Just do some, go, go to a bar, yeah. Yeah. go to a bar, mm-hmm. you know, and like the whole, I don't want that big formalized yeah. fucking yeah. formalized thing. Just everybody get together and crack some fucking jokes. That's yeah. it. That's all I want. This, this to me is one of the most humbling things out there is thinking about this. Like, yeah, it really it struck me too when Nelson Mandela died. I think, I think it was early last year, I believe, yeah. early 2016. Yeah. But it's just so humbling to think how much the world doesn't give a shit about you. Yeah. You know, the second you're gone, that's it. Nope. It's done. Yeah. It's over. It, it, things are moving on. Nobody's yeah. stopping. There's no moment of silence. Yeah. You know, for fucking 99.99999% of the people yeah. out there. No, even Nelson Mandela, people didn't, people fucking completely forgot about it like three or four months after. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's just like, wow. You know, it's like, if anything, your death actually stimulates the economy, you know? So you dying is almost a good thing for the whole collective in general. Yeah. It's just like, I mean, there's nothing more humbling than that. Well, even then, when you're out of the spotlight, fucking, I actually had this conversation with somebody yesterday, and I said, uh, I said, yeah, it's a pretty big deal. The five living presidents are going to be together for the first time. And, and I said, they actually said to me, they go, I don't think I can name all five. <laughs> and I'm like, pretty accurate, right? And there's been 45 total. Yeah. But I can't name, I can't name the last five. I mean, like, I can. You know, but it also, takes a second, though. yeah, it takes your second. You're like, oh shit, well, if I know, is Ford still alive? Wait, <laughs> I was just you know what I mean? Yeah, I was like, is Ford still alive? No, nope. yeah, I'm like, all right, doing. yeah, I'm like, fuck it, okay, yeah. Carter. Like, you get the easy one, like Barack's the, the Barack's the softball, and then fucking yeah. Clinton. Then you're like Bush. Oh wait, there's two Bushes, you know, and then Jimmy Carter. And I'm like, how the fuck is Jimmy Carter still going? A little old Jimmy Carter. I know this fucking him, and then like, but I felt bad. You look at the pictures. And like, there's one of fucking uh, Bush Senior, and he's in the chair and he's bloated. I'm like, death is on. Like, oh god, he, he, over he, under on him is like six months. Yeah, he's easily. Yeah, and I'm like, I was just. He has that like, he has that look, that puffy like you're about to die look. I've had enough relatives that have fucking gone, and I'm like, oh, you're not coming back from this. No, you're filled yeah. with fluid. 
Yeah. I mean, I mean he's I think he's in his 90s, you know. Oh, well into him, yeah. But he's like in the wheelchair and like just a few years ago when Barack one and like fucking with the inauguration is like he's standing there he looks great but then yeah. like a couple years a hip yes we can yeah oh my god there you go the barack yeah <laughs> i don't want to throw them out with the baby oh my god that you know i've, I've said this on the podcast i'm gonna say it again one of our best probably one of our most eloquent speaking presidents oh yeah the gaffes that guy has though some of them are fucking ridiculous oh yeah funny they're yeah just, oh they're just so good but yeah, I know it is crazy, and and it's funny. I was talking to somebody last night. I reunited with a couple old friends from high school, a couple of people from my back. This guy I went to high school with, his dad. He was always that kid that had the super old dad. Yeah, single child, single child, and the dad is like you know probably seventy. Six. He he was he was probably like yeah he, he had to be like sixty years old when he had when he had this kid. You know, yeah. you're just like oh my god, like, oh, is that is that his grandpa or is that his yeah. dad? You know. Talked to him last night, reconnect with him. Dad's still alive. Wow. Dad's still alive. Ninety one years old. I, I mean I almost Jesus. didn't want to I almost didn't want to bring up the topic because I was yeah. like, oh, he's probably fucking dead. He's probably yeah. dead at this point. He right. me. But ninety one years old. And I was like, Why well, is he I mean, is he there? Is he still good? He's like, Well, you know, he just moved in with us. He, he's living with us now. Yeah. Him and his wife. He's like, But you know, he's, he's still pretty much there. I mean, you can't you can't give him a lot of tasks to do yeah. in a day, yeah. you know, but uh, which obviously at fucking ninety one, he's like, But for the most part, he's still there. Dishes? He's like, I mean, that's a that's a big task, you know, yeah. to do something like that. I mean, you know, even you know, so he's not doing the lawn. No, no, not 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 cutting the grass anymore. But it's just like, wow. You know, but honestly, though, at ninety one, if you wake up, you're you're doing okay. Yeah, you're, no. you're not doing too bad. You no. know, even if you just wake up that day, I don't think I want to see ninety one. Ninety one on me is not going to look pretty. I wonder how much aching goes on before oh. you get to night. How many time your joints? Oh, my dude, God. how much fucking aching goes on? How at much forty two? How much fibromyalgia? <laughs> oh my God, just the to fibro devo- just devour yeah. you in that the fibro. The fibro is is gonna get you. To wouldn't it be weird though? Like fucking if like you get to that age. Like if I get to like fifty five and I get diagnosed with it, and I'm like fucking karma. <laughs> Like, I can't wait, like, a fucking 20 years from now. You'd be like, fucking Aaron, what's up, man? I haven't seen you in a while. What's going on? Fucking fibromyalgia's killing me. Severe fibromyalgia. <sighs> I can't fucking... I was working at Domino's. I can't talk deliver anymore. It's chronic <laughs> fibromyalgia. But the weed helps. <laughs> I feel like you could... I think you could toss that sentence at the end of anything, mm-hmm. and it would still... And people would understand... Be like, wow, man, I'm really sorry. Both your parents fucking died in that horrific plane crash and then got fucking mauled by mountain lions. It's been tough, but the weed helps. (laughs) Like, I think anything, you know, hey, Aaron, sorry you lost your leg in that fucking cross-country skiing accident. What a fluke. It's been fucking crazy, but the weed helps. I think you could tag that in anything, you know. Wow, man, sorry you and the wife lost those fucking twins. It's been horrible. It's been a struggle, but the weed helps, you know? It does. It fucking does. It does. does. Oh, you kidding me? Now with me, with edibles, I'm like fucking rolling change to go to Uncle Ike's. (laughs) I just need 10 milligrams. That's all I need. $4. Give me a hard candy. I'm paying four bucks for a hard candy. Four bucks. Four bucks. I went to Werther's? Tell you what, this is a funny thing. We went to, uh, um, my guy and I went to see uh, this band called Me Without You. 
and we went to El Corazon. And I was by far, I thought I was going to be the oldest person there. It was an all-ages show. Turns out there were like three guys older than me. So I was happy that they were there. Mm-hmm. Or at least they looked older than me. But we'd stopped off. We're like, get something before we go in. He had like some edibles for himself. But I was like, uh, no, we had to stop. So we stopped. We got, um, you know, got a candy for him or something like cookies. Yeah. And then uh, I got the wrong one. I got this thing. Uh, instead of the candy, I got the sugar. Right? So it was like just powder. It was like fun dip. But with weed. Like, so I got, and I'm like, what the fuck? I took the thing out. Really, if really the cops would have rolled up on me, it looked like a bag of fucking heroin or meth. Like, it looked like, so, I was like, what the fuck? So then I had to, like, rip the bag open. Then I'm, like, fucking pouring the sugar in, like, fun dip. Because I'm fat. And then I'm, like, licking the inside of the bag. The bag gets stuck in my tongue. I'm like, Bleh. and it fucking, like, People are looking at me like, what is this junkie doing? But yeah, just to get fucking, because it was three bucks. Yeah. I was like, I thought like, oh, the candy's on sale. Three bucks. That's fire. I got to get it. No, it's the sugar. Yeah. Fun dip. <laughs> Ever had it? Get uh, it. Not, not, the, not the weed form. Oh, not yeah. Get form. it. Get it. Well, you've I had need, fun dip. Of I need, course. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I need to get into the edibles more, man. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's it's different. Like, it's the only, the only thing I've done is the 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 edibles and then the volcano thing. Yeah. The problem, the problem with the edibles is I don't, I don't, it puts me somewhere in between just smoking weed and getting high and being drunk. Oh, you know, it puts me like somewhere in between those two things. And so it's like, I can't, you know, I got to plan any edible occasion out. Well, make sure there's no tasks that need to be completed. Yeah. You know, make sure I don't have to go anywhere. Like at least if I get high, I, I, you know, I can smoke some weed and go out there, you know, hit my eyes, jump on the road. And I feel like I'm playing a video game. I'm like, Oh, this is, this is great. (laughs) This is great. I'm scoring a ton of points. I don't know. I don't know how the rest of society feels about that. <laughs> I probably don't like it. You probably uh, don't like it. It's not for them. <laughs> I, this is great. Everything's just blown, blown by me. You get like a bonus you know? when you get to Domino's. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> We're giving Domino's exactly. like three fucking plugs. You get a hundred coins. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Fucking a. Oh man, that's so good. Uh, yes, but it, it's something I, got, I definitely got to embrace. That is good though. You know, the weed. The weed makes it better. It does. Yeah. And, and honestly, there's so many things in my life where you know, like I said, I, I told you I had a shitty week last yeah. week. You know, whatever. Blah blah blah. You come home and you're like you're ready to fucking just yeah. you're ready to just kill anybody who just gives you the wrong look, you know. You come, you take a toke or two. You're like, life's not that. Ah, fuck it, you know. Fuck it, shit happens, yeah. you know. Whatever. Just yeah. ah, weed, what, yeah. what's on YouTube? The weed makes it better. Yeah. What's the, is there a new episode of my 600 pound life? Oh my god, right? Good callback. <laughs> I yeah. There's <laughs> fucking there is. There's like, I I can't. Uh, I can't think. I think for the longest time I was like, ah, oh, fucking people, yeah, burnouts and weed. Now I'm like, no, I get it, I get it. And it's not too destructive to you. you no, know? it just like it. It does a lot of times. It does just enough to change your fucking mindset. Oh yeah, you know, just a little bit, and then I get like me. I, I get the giggles, yeah. man. I get the fucking like I get the giggles so bad over the dumbest shit. That's me and the edibles, man. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm like with the edibles. I'm like fucking. That's it. I'm yeah. like I get it, and I'm like I'll watch a stand up special. And I'll just fucking die, and then I'll watch it sober, and I'm like, it wasn't even that funny. But the weed makes <laughs> but it you better. Were fucking crying. Yeah, but the, yeah, no shit. The... Oh yeah, totally. I'm like fucking laughing. At and the you didn't even understand why at the time. Dumbest shit. I'll watch like the fucking fail compilations, and a guy like fucking you know, on a skateboard. It's always the guy in a skateboard and a fucking railing, and like you know it's not gonna end well, right? Because it's 
fail compilations. Yeah. But I'm fucking, uh, if I watch it when I'm sober, I'm like, oh, that's a fucking idiot. But then I watch it after, like, if I've had an edible or two, I'm like, oh, my God, cracking the fuck up. Like, yeah. crying, mm-hmm. crying pink. I posted a video on Facebook the other day. I was fucking, I was sitting there, and I was, like, talking to my guy, and I was, like, on Messenger, just about to go to bed. I was like, I'm fucking hungry. But I had an edible, and I'm like, it hit me really hard. And I said, I'm I'm fucking super hungry. I think I'm gonna go I'm gonna go make a fucking I'm gonna go make a potato. And I like went downstairs and I made two baked potatoes, but I actually made a video of me fucking making the potatoes and I'm like, Hello potato. Like it just cracked me the fuck up that I was like at midnight making a fucking baked potato. Um, you know, and like blah, 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 eating eating but it was just like the hello potato yeah just cracked me the fuck up and the video was just like cracking me up Mm -hmm. the next day i'm like what the fuck is wrong with you like like you made a video of you making a microwave fucking baked potato yeah and i think what happens i think just you know when the weed hits your system and stuff i think it just you just feel good yeah and therefore you can just find joy out of the most ridiculous stupid meaningless little bullshit ever you know like One of the last couple times I did edibles, I was drinking a little bit. You know, we were kind of partying. It was like a midday, like a weekend midday, you know, go for it. Oh, thank God it wasn't a Wednesday. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, no shit. Yeah, I popped one of those hard candies. Just had one of those, you know, and I don't do it, so the community's not there. This other guy I was hanging out with, he was fucking wasted, and he was just just acting a fool, just trying to be Mr. Cool, tough guy, you know, all this shit. And it was just fucking cracking me up just watching how ridiculous he was being. And I couldn't fucking control it, you know? It was to the point where I was almost out of control. Like, I'm I'm crying, my stomach hurts, you know, I'm not even, there's not even any noise coming out of me, you know? Oh, God, but... But yeah, I think you just kind of feel good, you know, and like anything can just like trigger you to just have oh, this yeah. joyous fucking riot of laughter. Yeah. You know, but... Weed makes it better. Weed makes it better. There's some great advice from the Sage. great Jamie Guerrero here. Weed Sage advice. makes everything better. Um, yeah, we got to wrap this thing yeah. up, you guys. Uh, this is always a good time with you, man. Uh, you know, guys, let's let's all try to, on an individual level... Let's all kind of try to uh, dial back our consumption a little bit, you know? Let's all, you know, maybe we don't need that Starbucks coffee five days a week. Maybe we can only get by on Monday. Mondays are tough, you know, and Thursday the week's kind of dragged on, but you're almost there. Maybe we don't need it every day of the week, though. You know, maybe we can all just as individuals dial things back a little bit. You know, we don't have to spend as much money. But, hey, maybe we don't need to slave our lives away working for shit, too, that doesn't really make us happier in the long run. Bingo. So, yeah, you know, but uh, we'll wrap it on that. Thank you guys for listening, though. Uh, Jamie Guerrero, thank you for being here. Appreciate it, man. Always a good time. And thank you guys for uh, being here with us as well uh, on another episode of An Earful in the Emerald City. We love having you. Episode 95 here, guys. 95 creeping up on that uh, meaningless round number of 100. Uh, We're getting there slowly but surely. But thank you guys for joining us. We appreciate you guys tuning in. And we will talk with you guys next week.